Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special episode tonight. We're going off the top of the dome. We've got some things written down, uh, but we thought that we would throw together a little segment special here for you all before we roll into 4th of July. So, joining me here tonight, we're down one, but we still got a strong crew coming to us live from the West Coast, Barrel Chest Grimes. How we doing, son? Oh, what's up, fellas? Uh, we're doing well. Just back from New York. You know, bi-coastal hairy over here. Yorkay. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, traveling down to L.A. this weekend. So I'm just all over the place, man. La La Land, man. Well, next up, coming to us from Richmond, fresh off the course, uh, round of 18. Tommy Lasagna, how we doing, kid? I'm doing well. Uh, like you said, fresh off the course, ran straight home just for you guys. I'm smelly. I'm dirty. But, you know, I do it for you all. I do it for all the listeners. So let's like get, we always let's say, get going. Everything sports and entertainment, right? All right, kick it off. I think Joe Flacco is actually a very elite quarterback. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. You got my vote. Number one man, greatest quarterback of all time, hands down, Tom Brady. All right, ladies and gentlemen, glad that you all are here joining us tonight. We're going to kick it off with some warm-ups so that we can, uh, you know, get the tongues moving. So, fuck is up, ladies. How is everything going? Plans for celebrating America? Thoughts? Uh, Dude, I don't yeah. Plans. Honestly, Dude, I don't have plans either. I don't know what is up with uh, 4th of July these days, but... I, everyone I've talked to, no one's got a, a single clue what's going to go on. It'll probably just end up drinking a lot of beers, I imagine, or something of the sort. Um, I don't know, man. I think on the West Coast, holidays like Memorial Day and Fourth of July and Labor Day are just not as much of a thing. I don't know. Huh. I mean, hating on America, man. It's not even like hating on America. It's just I, I don't know what the the reason is for it. But unless I'm just like a, a loser and I just don't celebrate or don't have the right friends yeah I mean, people just don't seem to do anything aside from celebrating the declaration of independence it's just an amazing excuse to do dick all pop open some brewskis and have a barbecue yeah and the best part is that it's on a wednesday this year or i think it's on a thursday Thur- thursday actually, which yeah. means that you can just roll into a essentially you know can friday and then take yourself on a nice four-day weekend yeah. i'm i'm hoping you- that i get friday off of work i don't know about you gardner but Dude, first of all, took off Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. <laughs> Work off on Friday. I'm doing you all a favor if you're listening. Good. Go ahead and request Friday off now. A little behind the times, but, you know, better late than never. Yeah, seriously. I mean, whatever. Um, but, yeah, okay, so before we kick off into tonight's agenda, I did want to highlight something uh, as a warm-up for you all to uh, kick off into. Uh, what is more American than... <clears throat> Boeing just saying fuck it with all this bad press unveiling their 777X um, I think that's how you pronounce it uh, or 777 whatever Um, they then grounded it literally after unveiling it due to engine problems like you fucking kidding me right (laughs) you might want to do some test runs behind the scenes first and make sure that thing's going to fucking fly through the air before being like, here's our new greatest fucking thing. Boeing is having a tough year, man. Tough, dude. Between they're the like, 737 Max. Yeah, like I know what I'm talking yeah. about. They're like, oh, hey, 
so sick. It's uh, the longest aircraft for passengers, like the uh, passenger vessel ever. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Well, your normal ones, they're still falling out of the sky. So yeah. let's figure that out. Dude, they, they're shit in Get the bed, together. as they say. I mean, seriously. I might so, not ever fly short again. Boeing stock, if uh, if you're into that type of thing. Yeah, maybe Boeing needs to give the director of operations over here under regulation a call because things ain't going well. That's right. All right, here we go. Agenda. What do we got for uh, these fine people tonight? Let's see here. We got some banner. As always, uh, the Mets are metsing. We got some happy birthday wishes. Uh, trouble in paradise for sure. If you guys are looking to vacation, we've got suggestions. Um, a little new segment here for you all tonight. Music updates. <clears throat> so uh, we're going to try to roll this out. Make sure that you all are up to date on everything music, uh, which rolls into entertainment. So there you go. We got some upcoming albums. We'll wrap things up here uh, with some MLB hot and not takes uh, and close it out, obviously, with buzzer beaters. So banner for the bitches. Let's kick it off, gentlemen. Uh, first segment here, the Mets are Metsing. New York Mets GM <coughs> Mickey Callaway cussed out uh, some beat-ass writer after a game who uh, you're laughing Tom is something funny uh, they're just they're just called like beat writers but yeah 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 okay some he, some beat he writer beat-ass writer <laughs> um, and it, uh, it's, it's funny because then Jason Vargas like stared this guy down and almost like beat his ass he got up and he's like bro I'll, I'll fucking fight you bro he's a starting so I, pitcher I didn't, I, I didn't see this. So I, I guess reports you, you said was that uh, the reporter kept kind of pestering about his decision to stick with uh, Seth in the eighth inning instead of um, closer Edwin Diaz. So he ended up calling the guy a motherfucker. Um, then, as Tom has alluded to, the, the pitcher comes in and says, I'll knock you the fuck out. Um it's just is like disaster. I mean, it's got disaster written all over it. I mean, what kind what kind of publicity is that for the New York Mets? <laughs> Probably the most important guy to your team, the GM, and you know a, a rag arm and Jason Vargas, who's actually having a decent season, just blowing their fucking lids open on this poor writer. And like, I, I understand the guys. You know, they, they're interacting with these interviewers every day. They're in a skid right now. Um, it, and it just sucks to be a New York Met in general, but you got to keep it together. You're a, pro- a professional athlete here. What are you yeah. like? What are you doing? Threatening and saying I'll knock you out. If you're gonna suck Relax. on the field, you got to at least be able to present yourself well off the field. Like, bro, Jason Vargas is like six foot nothing, maybe 215 pounds. He's 36 years old. Like, you aren't scaring anybody, dude. I'm probably good on that though. I don't know if I'd tee up with him. No, I I'd, I'd opt out personally. <laughs> well, it, regardless, I'd I'd both of, both of these got theirs uh, in the end. Uh, they received a whopping ten thousand dollar fine uh, each. So, yo, you realize they, how like significant that is to a beat writer? What do you yeah, mean? Like, what do you like, that they're a, getting a that ten thousand dollar fine? Th- so both. you're saying the- so twenty thousand dollars in total. Yeah, but so ten thousand dollar fine to the the writer, the guy in the press room. No, 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 no. Each, uh, the so Mickey like, yeah, the and, and J- 
Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that will be fine. No, sorry, Vargas, Vargas, and Mickey and Callaway are both getting fined ten thousand grand each. But and Got I thought it. that okay. was like kind of low. Like, if we were a different sport, like, imagine if the NBA Finals just ended and Demarcus Cousins told a Warriors writer that he was going to knock him out. Demarcus Cousins would be in jail. That's a great point. It's like kind of on the low side of of, of fine. Or he would be suspended without a doubt. Yeah. I'm but surprised. Again, that... the, N- the NBA is corrupt as fuck, so I don't care. True. True. But yeah, um, I, I thought well, that was just a, a picture-perfect example of how the New York Mets season is going. So um, I guess the, the last question to wrap this segment up is how much longer does Mickey have his job? <laughs> I think it's safe to say that the Mets are actively pursuing a new GM. Uh, not that I don't think anybody wants that job. It can't be very highly coveted. But <laughs> I think if they find anybody you know, with half a brain and a, a pulse, they'll give them the boot soon, especially if they continue to lose. Is it the office or the team? Why are they incapable of getting it together? I, I don't know. They have a, a good core, um, especially with DeGrom and Syndergaard at the head of their pitching staff. But for whatever reason, the Mets just can't get it done. It could be Callaway. It could be above Callaway's head. They're just, I don't know, for as long it's as a, I can remember, they've just been trash. So. It's a losing culture, you know? Yes, exactly, exactly. I mean, New York. New York's also notorious for having a, a shitty back office, just in general with all sports. We've seen it across the board. Knicks, yeah, who's their, uh, who's their owner, Gardner? Don't you, like know, don't you know the um, – I want to say you know them, but I, I don't, maybe you don't. Are you talking uh, about the Mets, Doubleday? Nah, I'm thinking of a different name. I, I, it's, all, it's slipping off my tongue, but no, anyways. I'm thinking Callaway, different Callaway. No, all right. No, no, forget no, no, forget, no, forget no. what I said because <laughs> none of us are going to come to it unless someone wants to look it up on their computer, the internet. Um, anyways, the, the Mets just, like I said, they have a losing culture. They're, you know, they've got the pieces. Syndergaard isn't playing in the MLB right now. He's doing his rehab stint through the minors. So I think he's expected back soon, though, which will help. But at the end of the day, I just don't think they have the offensive production uh, to support that pitching staff. So that's a problem. Yeah. Well, um, like we said, Mets be Metsing. So uh, let's see see how the rest of the season plays out for them. Uh, I think, you know, if anything, we've seen uh, the, the New York – back office for multiple teams needing to be reorganized so maybe it's time sorry mickey sorry um speaking of mickey's mike's mickey mike vick dog beater uh he turns 39 years young today uh 39 years of beating dogs um so some career (laughs) stats here for you uh passing stats (laughs) 143 games played, a 56.2% completion rate, 22,464 yards, 133 touchdowns with 88 interceptions, um, and 56 fumbles. So there you have it. Um, Oh, sorry, rushing. Can't forget that. Uh, I mean, that's what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Jesus. Uh, 6,100 yards, a 7.0. Point zero average, thirty six touchdowns with forty one fumbles. Um, so the guy uh, 
the guy is obviously a legend in many people's eyes, both on the field uh, and in the dog beating and killing community. Um, <laughs> had he not gone to prison, where do you all believe that he would have ranked uh, as all time, you know, as quarterback? Had he not gone to prison, like I said, for killing and beating dogs? Right. So, uh, so I, so I was, you know, seeing it was Mike Vick's birthday today. The guy, one thing you cannot dispute is that he was one of the most influential or or transformative quarterbacks to ever enter the league in terms of of having that dual threat capability it really wasn't much of a thing prior to him being around there's a couple guys it's almost dead now like no i mean i think it's it's going to be more and more uh of a thing coming up because like you look in college all of the best quarterbacks are now dual threat quarterbacks yeah, uh, you're able like, to run. You're able to run the read option. For anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's kind of like a. I can either pass it off to the running back, run it myself, or uh, do a, a a passing play. So all the receivers still run routes. Um, I'm just trying to he, think of an active QB now that is a successful dual threat. Oh, Cam uh, Cam Newton, 100. Yeah. percent I mean, he's yeah, probably that's that's true. I I'm, I just talk it at mass. Cam Newton, scale. Lamar I Jackson. Think, I, I mean, think... Marcus Mariota. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. Uh, we've seen Baker. Obviously. Baker Mayfield can run. Uh, Eli Manning. He's got wheels. Um, <laughs> Broken wheels. Tom Brady. <laughs> he's got he's got wheels just plastered in molasses. I will um, I will say in terms of Madden players, Mike Michael Vick. Oh four Madden. Michael Vick is the undisputed goat in all Matt the Madden franchise. But so okay, so here's my point. There's a couple of things that Mike Vick was not good at. One was staying healthy. He only completed a full 16-game season once in his career, and that was 2006. That was a year Damn. that he ultimately got arrested. Or, uh, yeah, re- re- arrested. What um, did he get arrested for? Uh, I don't know. Drug Speed dealing, tickets. something. I don't know. Beating tickets. Parking tickets. Um, and the other part that he was horrible at was protecting the football. As you saw, what was it, 50... Six fumbles. Uh, I don't know how they break down the fumbles because there's 56 fumbles in passing and there's 41 fumbles in rushing. I mean, the guy held the ball like a loaf of bread. However, my point is, you know, he got arrested in literally the very much the prime of his career. The three seasons leading up to 2006, 2004, 2005, 2006, well over 2,000 yards passing, which isn't out of this world, but couple that with his ability to run the ball it's pretty it's pretty impressive and i'm just saying like had he played 2007 2008 and just none of this other shit happened he could have been you know one hell of a quarterback and really could have you know ultimately won championships in 2010 2011 he threw for over 3000 yards passing with the philadelphia eagles that was two you know 3 4 years after he got out of prison i mean the guy worked in construction when he got out of prison like he wasn't like it's incredible that to think that he went from being in prison for two years to getting back into the league after working construction and just being in prison and, and the, that whole life to throwing over three thousand yards almost got better uh, at that point in his career. So I'm just saying if he had not gone he to got jail, that prison workout, son. Yeah, I think had he like, not gone to jail, this is this is my <laughs> this is my claim. Had he not gone to jail, I'm he would have ended up being like a top fifteen quarterback in terms of stats and Hall of ranking ranking. Probably would have been a Hall of Famer. The 
very would have, yeah, he definitely would have been up for debate. He he, he insists he insists that he deserves to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's not going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. I'm aware of that, but do you do you agree? Like, do you even think with what we've just what you've just said with the stats that he's read, put up? I don't even think that that warrant that that merits it. Uh, I mean, he won like NFL Comeback Player of the Year, but he never won any major award. He, you know, you can't go to the Hall of Fame for, for being like a cheat code in Madden, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and going to the Hall of Fame also has to do with like your actions off the field just as much as the actions on the field. So, no. I don't think his Dude. stats as they are would get him in anyways. So, Brent, what are your thoughts? <laughs> hey, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> all right. Next up, what do we got here on the docket? Uh, well, happy birthday, Mike Vick. I- enjoy, all right. And um, man, I wonder if he's able to adopt dogs. He no is. Chance. No he way. Is. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, he does. He does. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll come to his defense because I, I, I truly do believe in like second chances, things like that. I truly do believe that his whole dog operation was very much a product of his own upbringing, and like that he. It, oh yeah. He felt that it was just something that was normal for him. As, as very unnormal and unusual and cruel as it is for us. Um, Use chickens, man. Cockfights are better. Cockfights are better. Uh, well, I forget what I was But no, say. I, I agree with you, man. Like, I, you know, it, 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 he's a product of his environment, and uh, I think he just got caught up in it. But, I mean, I still think that, and I, and I agree with you, that, that everybody deserves second chances. And I, I'm giving him a second chance, but, like, as a grown ass motherfucking man, you know right and wrong, and you know that that was wrong. Yeah. Oh, hundred um, percent. Uh, yeah. But and, the, and I think he's fed to that. He is. He's allowed to uh, get dogs again. He does a ton of work to to pretty much you know right the ship for for what he did. Um, you know, donations, uh, awareness, speeches, things like that. So that's my that's my defense of Mike Vick. I don't know, man. I I tend to always support players who do bad things for. For some stupid reason, I don't know. I don't know what that says about me, but yeah, like, that, like Johnny Manziel, I fucking, year. I'll fucking defend that guy to the grave, and I have no reason to. I mean, like Mike Vick is justifiable, but you start like defending like Ray Rice, and uh, you know, yeah, uh, nobody, nobody can defend uh, Tyree Kill. What's that crazy son of a bitch from uh, Cincy? Oh, that, Pac-Man Jones. Oh yeah, dude, Jesus, that 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 punch, that video, in that like uh, fast food restaurant. Go yeah, he's out of his mind. Um, all right. Well, we want to talk. Uh, we talked a little bit, of, you know, about travel here in the beginning uh, in our agenda. And we want to make sure that we are in stilling the, the highest of education in all of you in terms of vacationing. We want you to vacation at the best places. And so we've picked a great destination for you all here. Um, and that is the Dominican Republic. It's very cheap right now. Very cheap. Only $200 flights around trip. Um, I'm thinking that we get LeVar Ball uh, and some others down there. Um, DJ Khaled. To, to, to give you some <laughs> realistic uh, insight on what the fuck's going on here. Nine people have mysteriously died from illnesses uh, that they're still trying to uncover. They believe it's related to the alcohol, still undetermined. Um, our man that we did an episode for last week, 
maybe two weeks ago. Uh, Big Poppy was involved in an, an assassination attempt. You know, a lot of rumors that went around there. Potentially, Poppy was banging the guy's wife. Who knows? A uh, woman was actually recently raped and nearly beaten to death uh, by a resort employee. So that's another really good look for the resorts and the Dominican Republic. Um, because of all this, it has resulted in tourism dropping 74% um, from the months of July to August. So kind of begs the question, how much money would it take you to go to the DR right now? I recently just read an article that a group of uh, Girl Scouts won a trip down there, and they said they refused to listen to all the hype, and they're headed down there. So those chicks are all dead. Um, but how much would it cost for you guys to go down there? I'd have to look into the cost of hiring – I don't know, fifty to a hundred armed guards. And dude, and the problem is it's not even like flying them down. I wish that, that that was the case. It's it's not. It's like silent it's killers. It's people know. getting like violently ill. It's like people that are totally cool, go on a hike, like come home, shower, get in their car, they're headed to the airport, they walk in and they just fucking drop dead. It's like, uh, hello, what's going on here? Dude, I it's it's insane. I mean and that's the worst part. It's like you know, you see Big Poppy and you're like, oh, well, I wouldn't be in some like local Dominican Republic bar. I would probably I'd be at a resort, which you would find to be the most the safest place. Sandals, bro. That's Jamaica, but close enough. And <laughs> and and then the, the resorts are the most dangerous places to be. I literally was just on a flight from San Francisco to New York. And there was a lot of people on the plane. You know, we, we got delayed, whatever. We get to Newark and. Uh, the people on the plane were like, hey, like, you know, everyone needs to wait. There's a big group of people that needs to catch a, 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 a connecting flight to, uh, to the Dominican Republic. And I was like, do these people not fucking watch the news? It's like a it's like a group of 20 people, all kids and like a couple of adults. And I was like, you guys need to read the, the news like this. This is very real. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's the water or the alcohol or what. One of the reports stated that a wife walked in. And found her husband dead, and his mouth just had green foam coming out of it. What the fuck, dude? You'd have to pay me. I don't even. You'd have to pay me like fifteen thousand dollars to go. And and in all seriousness, like so, they they think, and the FBI has gotten involved, and they're testing the liquors. The Hard Rock Cafe, which I believe is a United States establishment, I'm not sure. So I think, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Because of that, they fall under, I guess, FBI jurisdiction, and Americans are dying. Whatever. Regardless of all of this, you have a much higher chance of dying in the United States. But the point is, uh, avoid vacationing in the DR because it's a freaking nightmare. Yeah, but like, of course, you're far more likely to be killed in the United States. I mean, the, the just by pure capita, you know, it's, we're yeah. probably like a hundred times the size of the, the Dominican Republic and from population standpoint. But and like the places in the U.S. that you could be killed are places that we wouldn't go anyways. Yeah, I mean, I guess this is just like, um, this is modern day natural selection, you know? It's like the Tide Pods. Like, if people are reading the news and they see that people are dying uh, pretty frequently down there, and they're still going. I'd cancel my flight, no doubt about it. Tom, wasn't your mom down there last year or two years ago? Uh, No, she goes to Aruba. Aruba, that's what it was. That's way cooler. Yeah, I was there. Very cool. Um, but dude, I mean, another, <laughs> Wait, what another, Tom's mom or by, or like, yeah, what the hell, dude? What you, I said, I was, 
I was there in Aruba, you sick fuck. Um, <laughs> not not with your mother. I went to Aruba by myself. <laughs> uh, but but similar situation. That's another country that's being mass developed and has a lot of these resorts. And if it's seriously just linked to them cutting back on alcohol costs and filling it with like Purell, essentially mouthwash, um, you got a problem. Oh, I actually, I have some breaking news right now. Uh, I don't know the truth behind this or what. We all know that today Kevin Durant opted out of his $31 million player option for this year to become a free agent. And I am reading now that he has just sold his Malibu home and purchased a home in New York City. Kevin Durant is on the move. It looks more, Dude, more I, like he's going to be a Nick. All right, well, I'll see you I in also, 2020. I also wouldn't be surprised. Oh, man, what if he went to Brooklyn with Kyrie? I think Brooklyn sounds like a better fucking spot right now. If you yeah, ask me. I mean, they have D'Lo right now. D'Lo, but they're probably going to get rid of D'Lo and not in exchange for Kyrie, but get Kyrie, trade D'Lo for whatever. I saw that they're well, going to try or that the Lakers have a strong interest in bringing him back. Well, that's that's the drama I would believe is that, that uh, Brooklyn fans are hella fucking pissed. You like that West Coast lingo right there? Um, that they're even talking about D'Lo um, because of the fact that he's like a hometown hero and, and he's here and he's you know been a a, a standout, and they're basically just going to kind of toss him to the streets to create like a super team or a mini super team essentially with Kyrie and KD. Well, those are two separate thoughts for, for one second. If D'Angelo Russell goes to the Lakers, they're going to be unstoppable. They might not even need to like put five guys in the court. You have Braun, AD and Russell, like you're you going to be set. Now the whole KD thing, everybody is kind of overlooking this injury because KD is at the peak of his career. Like, D. Rose kind of went through the same shit where he had a couple bad injuries and just fell off after an MVP caliber season. I'm, for one, am not sold on Kevin Durant ever being the same player that he was. Especially with, like, all the behind-the-scenes stuff with him. Like, he seems like he's he's just kind of soft, and I don't know if he'll ever be Hasht- back Hashtag to- hot take. Well, that's a good point, Tom, because you're going to New York. Like that's, that's the I mean. sports media, uh, not sports media, but you know what I mean? Like the media is so, so scrutinizing. Like, can he handle that? Really? I don't, I, I don't think so. And Why especially would he, I, if you're going to pair him with Kyrie, like dude, Kyrie has proven with Braun and with the Celtics from this past season. He's not like, he, he's not a team player. Like Kyrie wants to be the guy. And when KD was in Golden State, like Steph came out. Steph, you know, manned up and he's like, yeah, this is KD's team. We're just the role players here. Kyrie is not going to just give up his throat. Kyrie's fucking, you know, plays that chip on his shoulder, which works for him, but it takes away from the rest of his team. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, if, you know, coming back off of injury in a year and a half to two years from now, if that's going to be the best, you know, locker room, you know, that you know the best energy for that team is going to be Kyrie and, and KD going at whose team it is. Also, it'll it'll be interesting. I, I I'm interested to see if your Lakers 
take is is uh, correct. I also think they've all you know we mentioned it in our story about uh, D Rose potentially you know looking at the Lakers. You know they're they're looking obviously for that point guard spot. Um, but we'll see. I don't yeah. know. It'll all. I think. I honestly think it'll all be dependent and fall on, like KD's decision. As ridiculous as that is, like you said, Kyrie wants to be the sole man. Uh, I think Brooklyn and their fans want to keep D'Angelo, but you know if they're going to be able to obtain a bigger name, they're going to do it. It's New York, um, so it'll be cool to see how it plays out. But. Uh. Sorry, yeah. Sorry yeah. for the tangent. Back to your regular, yeah, yeah. regularly well, scheduled. Well, hey, program. hey, it's fucking entertaining. So that you're welcome. Okay, don't say sorry. Um, all right, don't we should we gotta stop apologizing? You know, we 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 made a mistake. We ain't sorry. I'm, I'm um, sorry. I'm not sorry. Okay, dickhead of the year. I think it's safe to say that uh, Jesse Smollett uh, has been dubbed that. Um, regardless, Who is this guy? yeah, this guy is a, this guy is a putz. You know. Uh, for all of you that don't know, go ahead and just Google him, okay? Because I'm not going to go ahead and explain it. Um, this guy should be in jail. If this were any other situation, the individual will be in jail. But he's a celebrity, and somehow he's continuing continuing to weasel his way out of this. Um, th- there is just so much evidence on this guy. Like, literally footage. There's now footage of the actual jumpers, like, in suits, getting ready to jump this motherfucker. And he's like... Yeah, no, just never happened, didn't do it, you know? These guys just jumped me. It's like, dude, who the fuck is buying this? But people are because he's not in jail. They, they've, like, dropped the charges. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what, what this piece is, but if you want to take it away, yeah. I guess he's... <laughs> so, so, I, so I was on he's my... narcissist. Uh, so I was, I was on the New York Post uh, yesterday, and it was just like a stupid headline. You know, the New York Post, they they make stories about literally anything, the most ridiculous headlines in the game. And it was uh, it was a post about a, uh, Jesse Smollett Googled himself 50 times after the alleged hoax hit the mainstream media, which I thought was a really interesting thing. So you're talking about a guy who like staged a assault by two other men uh to I guess increase his popularity in the mainstream in, in in the world or in America, whatever. And then he goes and Googles himself fifty times, which is something you can like do. Like we the government's got the capability of tracking that information. But I was just I was kind of blown away about how much of a narcissist, loser, egomaniac you have to be to be so like okay what like what are they saying today what are they saying today because that to me just almost helps also prove means you're guilty it just means that's what i'm saying like it just yeah. proves that you're that this was so, staged so the thing to is, is like, make you more famous the reason that I, I guess he did all of this was because he was being written off the show and he, he was basically having a midlife crisis first of all grow the fuck up peter pan count chocula like you're a, you're a grown man you're an actor go out you're and like get a another. c-list actor get the fuck out of here or go get another gig, dude. There's plenty of fucking roles for the Johnny drama type. Like, don't be a fucking douche, you know, and, and have an absolute narcissistic fit. Um, the guy is a douche through and through. And what makes me even more angry is that the show's considering writing him back in. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? That's like giving him what he You're wants. You're succumbing to his idiocracy. And yeah. I was listening to Chris D'Elia the other day, and he was talking about, like, going to see Endgame and that he was 
the contrarian because he sides with Thanos. He's like, we need to kill off 50% of the population because there are enough stupid fucking people in this world that side with Jesse Smollett. Like, yeah. there are people who literally are like, he didn't do it. Bring him back to the show. There's, like, petitions and protests. It's like, um, okay, besides all the evidence and the footage, like, and him saying he basically did it, I, I don't know what else the fuck he want. Mm-hmm. But I'm about exactly. to start a petition to put this motherfucker in jail because this son of a bitch needs to go downtown Chuck Brown. Okay, I agree. Last question. How many times have you guys Googled yourself? Like four or five times, I'm not going to lie. Tom? I don't know if I've ever Googled myself. I, I have typed my name into Facebook before, though, and like randomly messaged another. I'm not going to give my full name here. Um, Tom Wells. I I have a message other Tom Wells. <laughs> you said you wouldn't give it. <laughs> oh, did I? I have okay. First of all, you're fu- like, you're uh, you're nice name. Nice you're a fucking liar. Do you're you a ever... liar if yeah, he I... says you've never googled yourself. I just right, don't no, believe that. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna I've probably done it. Right I, I've probably done it eight times. Yeah, I was probably lying. I was when I said four or five. I meant like I, but that's because I had some. I had some uh, today. I had some. I wouldn't say criminal, but some run-ins that I wanted to make sure were not on my Google. Yeah, dude, I remember that when you fucking broke into that Petco, you stole all those fucking hamsters. <laughs> I know. I, dude, Bizarre. I had to let them free. I just had to let them free. <laughs> I'm down with the cause, man. The zoos are next. <laughs> <laughs> all right, gentlemen. As always, we got to keep it frisky. We are the master debaters, so we're here to bring it, uh, bring it to the table entertain these folks with some debates uh you know so let's kick it off tom are you are you there or are you just standing very still you're scaring me <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll go first did you write did you say the question yet no so would you rather uh be able to control animals with your mind or control electronics with your mind so um i think electronics like is this is that like being a uh, magneto? So, um, I mean, like with all these things, obviously there there aren't intricate details, but I imagine it's like you could turn a microwave on if I was sitting here right now and not have to press a button. I could turn on my TV. I could have a Tesla drive into a fucking you know wall. Um, so I think like. In that sense, I don't know if it's okay. as much. A, if that's the like, case, I don't know if that's the case, bend metal and shit, and like have okay. it thrown across a room. Yeah, if, if that's the case, then control electronics for sure. Like I don't yeah. like. I live in a city. Like, what the fuck am I gonna do controlling animals? Yeah, but maybe if you could, you wouldn't live in the city. But I, I do agree. I think <sighs> like mind blown. Jesus. <laughs> but I do think that uh, I agree with the way that we're trending. Obviously, given that yeah. we're completely I mean, reliant on technology, that'd be like my soon, soon enough. Soon enough, electronics are going to control our minds. So, I mean, think about that. that. You can control. Think about. I mean, this is getting really deep, but like you're talking about electronics. Yeah, hold on. Should we go you're like? Talking... Should we go like toke up first before we get into? <laughs> yeah, one second. We'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> like you're talking about the stock market. You're talking about satellites. You're talking about autonomous vehicles. You're talking about planes. You're talking about trains i mean anything that has a circuit a fucking motherboard 
Yeah. You're controlling uh, it's, that shit. Yeah, electronics. That's for But sure. then think about having like a freaking army of apes that you've trained with guns. What would you do with an army of apes? Just out of curiosity. Oh, I'd go take down ISIS, dude. So fast. Wow. I'd team up with Blackwater mercenaries. Hey, uh, easy, buddy. We don't need the FBI coming to us, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I'd get those monkeys just like, or, you know, like kind of like Chris Pratt status with those velociraptors. That would be sick. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, this is getting crazy shit right and, now. And but, I digress. Yeah, What's and next? And I digress. Uh, yeah, next up uh, is would you rather have to uh, always wear a shirt that's kind of itchy <laughs> Or only be able to use one ply of toilet paper Bro. for each for each wife. Uh, <laughs> I would uh only use be able to use one ply of toilet paper because Dude, <laughs> with you. I can't, you're only I can't. you're you're only hitting the the John like once or twice a day for those purposes. So, uh, itchy shirt would suck. That would fucking drive me mad. If I was mad. consistently wearing an itchy shirt, I I think I would just. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't wear shirts. Never wear a shirt, or I would just fucking end it all. I just wouldn't wear shirts, but that would suck. (laughs) That's not not acceptable in modern society. Yeah, yeah. You just have to move to the jungle and call it quits. You're like, fuck it. Um. (laughs) All right. Well, that was good. That was good. I'm feeling frisky. So let's kick it off with our uh, new segment here. We want to talk a little bit about music. Keep you all updated. Um. We're all a big fan here of Mr. Gucci Mane. Uh, he recently released a 18-track album, uh, Delusions of Grandeur. This is his 100th mixtape slash album yeah. Um, yeah. since 05, uh, which makes him, I guess, you know, in terms of rappers, uh, the top of his fucking, you know, class. I mean, this guy has made more than any other rapper in history. Whether you like him or not, you got to respect his work ethic. You, you, you know what I respect about that? What I respect about that is a lot of rappers have like that amount of music, but Gucci Mane just doesn't give a shit. Like, uh, the, you know, they'll they'll have this entire library of music. Like Lil Wayne, there's he's got like a million, you know, thousands of unreleased songs. Gucci Mane kind of has this like, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna drop this as a mixtape or or a true album, and and you can just be the judge if you like it or not. I don't yeah. really give a shit. Yeah, no, I mean, if you go back to some of his earlier albums, he's literally, and you look him up on YouTube, and it's worth it. It's just a fat ass, well fed Gucci, and he is sitting on a porch slanging dough and singing songs about slanging dough uh, and crack while doing it. Um, I mean, that's just evidence all in itself. So not surprised he ended up in jail, but, um, he, he's just a maniac in terms of his work ethic. I mean, he has had an extremely long stint, um, you know, rolling back to 2005, not many rappers have stayed in the game and that relevant for as long as he has. So, uh, it's impressive. What's not is his net worth of $12 million. Uh, granted he's spent a majority of his life in, um, legal battles and in and out of jail, but um, that's still you know still a pretty penny. He's obviously taking mm-hmm. care of taking care of himself and his own. But uh, you know, for a hundred mixtapes and albums, I mean, this guy must just be literally making stuff to be paying off his legal fees. Yeah, hundred percent. Like just <laughs> literally busting ass to just pay month to month checks that are just 
would make you and I throw up. Yeah. I, I could use a, a couple bucks. Yeah, I would take Personally, yeah. Gucci, if you're listening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Promote us. <laughs> Burr. <laughs> Lemonade's still, like, top 20 song Dude, of all time. Unbelievable. Rap song. I mean, I think Gucci just in general, like, his whole demeanor, his attitude. I, I will say, though, I do have beef, and I know he's listening, so... Gucci, um, we get it, dude. You were on that prison diet and getting swole as a muff, but we don't need you to be posting just shirtless pictures of you flexing nonstop on Instagram. At this point, it's like he's not it's like, like he's not like that like ripped. I, you know, he's just like well, yeah. I'm just saying he's always like in his pictures now. I feel like somehow he's somehow he's covered in oil and he's like flexing and he's like standing like doing normal things it's like why are you wet yeah That's and, weird. and how are you wet you know but uh yeah <laughs> who's doing this to you Could yeah you? yeah and who who's the poor soul that's in charge of like lathering you <laughs> up for these fucking pictures um but if it Maybe gets me to 12 million dollars fuck it i'll do it <laughs> all right well just in time um Want to hear from you guys what your favorite out? Tom, yeah, Tom's back on the podcast after quote unquote using too much internet, which in 2019 is is a wild concept. Yeah, Dude, I don't, I don't know what that? happened. I fucking I, I tried to Google myself. This is what happens when you try and Google yourself. Nothing good ever comes out of it. Dude, you well, clearly you've got some shit. Did. Clearly you've got some shit on there that that doesn't Here's need to thing. be seen. Here's the thing, and we're gonna digress a little before we dive into album. Looking forward to. You were just talking about messaging yourself on Facebook, like other people named Tom, potentially clones, and then you went to Google yourself, so the government went ahead and shut your fucking internet down. I think that's down. exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, all right, well, let's uh, let's wrap things up here with um, our last segment before buzzer beaters. We want to talk a little MLB, so obviously we've. Uh, entertained and educated you all on everything entertainment. Now we're going to dive into into some sports. Uh, we've got the hot or not list here uh, for the MLB. And uh, I'm going to turn it over to Tom here to kick us off with the hot list, starting us with the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, if you guys haven't been watching, the Dodgers are looking like the Dodgers always look. They come out of the gate roaring hot. Um, they probably have the favorite for... MVP in the NL and Cody Bellinger. The dude is absolutely raking. Him, him and Christian Yelich are going like back and forth uh, with you know whoever is leading in home runs, and they're just a fun baseball team to watch. Like they just mash. Last week, just, um, just they had three consecutive walk off wins by three different rookies, each hitting home runs, which was just fucking wild in its own self to see that these young guys are producing. Um, they got a stacked bullpen. Obviously, Kershaw's in there, um, but Hugh Jin Ru is like eleven and one or eleven and two. He's got like a sub one five ERA, just absolutely dealing. Um, and as always, it's going to be can the Dodgers get it done in the postseason? They almost got it done last year and ran into the fucking steamrolling train that was the Boston Red Sox. So we'll see what they can do this year, but right now I gotta give the Dodgers my number one overall power ranking. 
I did notice that the Sox didn't make it onto the hot or not or dumpster fire list. So interesting. Um, well, typically, uh, our friend Brent would take uh, take the Braves. Um, but I'll go ahead and fill in here. Um, the Braves offense uh, this season has been firing. Well, this month, I should say, firing on all cylinders. They've scored 12-plus runs in five uh, of their games. Winners of the last seven of ten, they hold a six-and-a-half game lead uh, on Bryce Harper and the shitty-ass Phillies, uh, which we'll go ahead and get into a little bit later. Um, but Freddie Freeman's bat uh, has overshadowed their bullpen issues. Um, so I think, you know, not only are the Braves happy, but Brent's happy, uh, which makes us happy. So, yeah, yeah, wherever he is. I think he's back in Thailand. Um, but more importantly, <laughs> talking about firing on all cylinders, I'm going to go ahead and kick it over to Harry Douglas to talk to us a little the bit. New the New York Yankees. Yankees. Uh, yeah, man, Yankees are finally getting back to health. With one caveat, John uh, Carlos Stanton is back on the injury, uh, injury list for four to six weeks with a knee contusion, I believe, or a PCL sprain, something like that. Um, but, you know, they're still firing on all cylinders. They won today over the Blue Jays uh, on a walk-off single by Glaber Torres to sweep the Blue Jays. And now they're heading to across the pond, baby, to play a little London series with a team called the Boston Red Sox. Um, so that'll be really awesome to see, uh, awesome to watch. It'll be great for me on the West Coast because those games will be at like four in the fucking morning. Um, but anyways, uh, Yankees have gotten they broke a record recently for most consecutive ga- games with a home run uh, at 28. They've now extended it to 29 with DJ Lemayhu's uh, home run today. Um, DJ Lemayhu. They still, I, I, they do still have some, you know. Pitching rotation issues to sort out. Uh, J.A. Happ has been complete a complete disaster by by my account. Uh, James Paxson has been inconsistent. We got you know CC has been pitching well. Uh, Masahiro Tanaka had a great outing, uh, nine inning shutout uh, outing last time out, uh, and also Domingo uh, Domingo Hermane uh, Hermane however you pronounce it uh, has also been pitching pretty Jeffy. pretty well. Anyways, um, so it looks like they're probably going to make a play for a pitcher nearing the tra- trade deadline. You look at guys like Max Scherzer. Uh, there's also the guy on the Cubs. Tom, remind me his name. Uh, uh, starting pitcher on the Cubs. It doesn't matter, dude. Nobody's The Cubs aren't trading anybody. They're fighting for another World Series berth in their own right. I don't see yeah, them you're probably right. at any point. Um, but, the, but the Yankees do have some guys in the farm system that are going to be some good trade bait. Looking at Clint Frazier, Esteban Florial, and uh, Lois Siaga or Lois Siga, um, so we'll see who they can get. Uh, with Giancarlo out again, it's going to be a little bit difficult because Clint Frazier will probably be brought back up to the to the uh, to the big leagues. But you know, we'll see. But the Yankees are, are cruising right now and looking to sweep another series against the Red Sox. For the sake of conversation, um, you know, I think the overlooming concern is the injury bug uh you think that they're able to stay healthy throughout the rest of the season or do you fear that some of these guys might fall to the same uh no i think they're good giancarlo is going to be an interesting thing to see like if this is just an all-year thing but by all accounts aaron judge looks great uh both fielding and batting 
Um, and everyone else has been healthy pretty much all year. Um, you know, so I, I, I feel pretty good about where they are, man. Yeah. I mean, and like they're, you mentioned in the past, even without these guys, they were able to, to yeah. compete. So it'll be interesting to see when Luis Severino comes back. And if he can, if he can come back and be the Luis Severino that we saw last year, uh, yeah. I, I, as a, the biggest Red Sox fan, I know I'm not sure the Red Sox can catch the Yankees this year. I, we are yeah and he's looking to come back in like mid July I believe mid to late July we are looking at I hope. I'm glad you mentioned this upcoming series because we are looking at a must sweep situation for the Red Sox because I just I don't think we're gonna be able to really hang with this team offensively like I, I'm fully aware of the Red Sox this year and we're just inconsistent Chris sale is like three and nine. Um, pitched today and ended up um, ended up getting a no decision, but he gave up like five or six runs, and mm-hmm. it's just a sad, sad look for us. But um, I won't get too much in the Red Sox right now. Don't want to be too much of a home body, um, and there are way shittier teams to talk about. Yeah, man. Well, we talked about the hot. Let's talk about the not. Uh, we alluded to it before, but Bryce Harper and the Phillies are stinking like ass in august so uh tom talk to us yeah so the phillies have actually bounced back um mostly because they drew the mets this week they're playing the mets this week and um if there's one team that's pretty good good. phillies uh it's the mets that's you know but philly was riding a seven game losing streak um until they until they like were blessed with that blow up that we mentioned earlier and have the mets roll into town so they kind of caught a break there, but like I said, they dropped seven in a row, and they're just, I don't know, they have the talent, they have the roster. Obviously, Bryce Harper, they're $300 million in the hole with him. He, I mean, he's, he's putting up average numbers, but he is continuing to sort of underperform to what everybody expects Bryce Harper to be. Aaron Nola is having an off year. Um, their bullpen is kind of a mess right now. And I just don't know what's up with them, but they are they, they do this thing where they'll I, win I, like six or seven games and then they'll lose five, six, seven games in a row. And in the NL East, when you have the Braves, who are also a very good team, and the Nationals, who don't look now, I will not be surprised if September 30th rolls around and the Nationals are atop the NL East. Would not surprise me at all. So, um, interesting, because I don't, ever consider myself to be someone who is uh more knowledgeable in this category than you both of you um but I will say that I did mention going into the MLB season that I was skeptical about Bryce Harper and asked you both if you believed he was worth that 300 million dollar contract and <laughs> it it warms my heart to see it written that Bryce Harper is expected to win consistently and often as somebody who's being paid 300, I mean, the same fortune as a small fucking country. Um, and like you said, they're, they're seemingly coming back but not able to get it done, and that is, I just think, unacceptable. You got one fucking job, and uh, you get paid $300 million to do it. So Yeah, I mean, there's, there's still plenty of season left, but right now... I mean, if you're comparing the Machado contract and the Harper contract, the Padres have absolutely, absolutely won. I mean, like you said, he's he's not 
it's not like he's not playing. It's not like he's injured. It's not like he's not performing. He's consistent, but consistency's not a three hundred dollar, a three hundred million dollar price. The good bag. news is that he has nine years left to iron all the kinks out. Yeah, yeah, sure. By the time he's sixty. Um. <laughs> all right. So we talked a little bit about the Phillies sucking ass. Um, we'll kick it over here to the Brewers. Uh. Coming out of the gates hot here in the beginning of the season, the law of averages uh, have seemingly caught up to Milwaukee here. Um, they are in the midst of a seven to th- sorry three to seven uh, stretch uh, and have lost first place to the Cubs. Um, so the Brewers had a tough stretch, um, but finished strong versus Cincy at home this past weekend, um, but still a team that pushed the Dodgers to a Game 7 last year uh, of the NLCS. Um, they, they, they should not be struggling uh, as hard as they have on the road. Um, they're now 18-21, and 21, and that is why we have them here at the bottom of the list in the not-so-hot category uh, this week. So um, I don't know if you gentlemen have any more to touch upon in terms of the not so hot list before we dive into dumpster fires, but that's what we got for you. Uh, no, let's just. Uh, I mean, obviously the the Brewers are a good team too. They're just right now they're in a rut. I don't want to like call them a bad team by any means. They'll definitely be a wild card contender. I think the Cubs are going to run away with the NL Central in the second half of the year. Um, but if you want to talk real dumpster fires, look no further than the city of Baltimore, Maryland. And specifically, the Orioles. They are bad. Very bad. Dude, I'm not even as consistent of a watcher of the ML boy as you throw. Well, too, because the third's out. But uh, the Orioles are fucking trash, dude. They stink. They are a stinky diaper. Just adding to continuous dumpster fire, like, kindling. Like, between the mayor, like, funneling and siphoning money and, like, went on the run and now is being indicted to their sports teams all sucking ass. Uh, I mean, it's just a testament to the fact that, like, you shouldn't live in Baltimore. You shouldn't go to Baltimore. No, absolutely no need need to ever. Shouldn't play sports in Baltimore. Cancel it all. That's why the bullets left. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, obviously the Mets are in the discussion for shittiest team in baseball. Uh, and lastly, I'd like to just highlight the Royals, who actually have some pretty good players, but somehow are still really fucking bad. Um, both the the Royals and the Orioles are sitting at, like, the dead. They're competing for the worst team in baseball. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a sad place to be. Very sad place to be. Very sad, very sad. All right, gentlemen. Well, it was a freaking pleasure, as always. I'm really glad that we were able to hop on here, talk a little bit tonight about sports and entertainment. But let's close it out. Harrison, what do you got for us in terms of buzzer beaters? Yeah, sort of a somber take. Um, something that caught my eye just uh as I was leaving work today, I noticed uh, I got a push notification that another fan was struck by a baseball. 
this has now been happening more and more often, something I thought didn't really happen much in baseball considering you know, the likelihood, I guess, of it uh, with the fans sitting as close as they do to the field and, and you know, balls flying all over the place. Um, but now that it's happened, you know, I think twice this season already, once with the Houston Astros, once with the Cubs, might be another case as well. I mean, these these MLB stadiums need to put up, you know, netting all the way down until until the outfield, all the way down the baseline. That's just something that seems too obvious. I don't know why people don't do it to this point. Um, it's easy cheap investment for them to do and uh some girl got really fucked up had like fr- fractured that, skull that video is the most gut-wrenching thing in the world yeah like the, i forget who it was that roped that dinger straight into her schnoz but he dropped to his knees and started sobbing yeah, yeah. i mean it's, it's hard to watch man. coming at like he thought 100 miles an hour off the oh yeah easy dude and the girl easy. was two years old you bet your ass she's never going back to another baseball game yeah so anyways, you know, see a problem, solve a problem. MLB teams need to put up netting all the way down the baseline, all the way to right, I'm actually, left, right field. I'm really glad that you mentioned that because last night Sam was talking to me about, well, and for reference here, Sam doesn't know anything about baseball or most sports for that matter. And she was like, hey. For those of you who don't know, Sam is Tom's boyfriend. Uh, girlfriend. She's a female. <laughs> Samantha. We call her Sam for short. <laughs> um, Samuel, but but Sam was like, "Yeah, Samuel. You, you need to bring up this netting thing about baseball fans because people are getting hurt." And uh, like a good boyfriend I am, I said, "Yeah, absolutely, we'll do that with no intention of actually doing it." So uh, thank you, Harrison, for bringing it up. And let's go, let's go. brownie points. <laughs> now baby. I can tell her that we I'm just it getting up. you brownie points, Tom. Thank I'm you. doing your work. Did I just do your job? You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, as always, it was a pleasure. Thank you for joining us here tonight. If you are not already, please go ahead and check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Additionally, we need to make sure you go and subscribe to iTunes and Spotify. Look up End of Regulation and click the subscription button. Not that fucking hard. Very easy. Go do it Uh, so that you're able to stay up to date on our weekly released episodes on everything sports and entertainment. Tonight, we got a special closing out segment with Mr. Tommy Lasagna. Take it away. Yeah, so I'm going to kick you guys off tonight with one of probably my personal favorite album of all time. 23 years ago this week, Jay-Z dropped his debut album, Reasonable Doubt. So enjoy some of rap's finest Lyricism ever. Feel this dick. 
Since diapers had nothing to live for like them lifers, but Making sure every nigga stay rich within my cipher We paid the price to circle of success, they turn my mic up I'm about to hit these niggas with some shit that'll light your life up If every nigga in your click is rich, your click is rugged Nobody will fall cause everyone will be each other's crutches I hope you fools choose to listen, I drop jewels, bust it These are the rules I follow in my life, you gotta love it Jiggy jigger looking gully in the joint If y'all niggas ain't talking about large money, what's the point? I'm feeling it even if it ain't sunny, hey, I ain't complaining. I'm in the rain, doing the buck 40 hydroplaning. What's shorty? Where you disappear to sun? Maintaining, putting myself in no position. Most of these rappers ain't in. I'm living. The Ill Street Blues got your hunger painting. Nothing to gain in. The whole lot to lose, you're still singing. Ooh, I'm thorough in every borough My name be ringing, warming it up for the perfect time They hit your brain and you're feeling it To all the girls I bought a girl who took and sell my bricks No doubt they could vouch my life is real as shit 95 South and Poppy on the hill and shit And all the towns like Cambridge that I kill with shit And all the thorough ass niggas that I hustle with Throw your joints in the air one time and bust your shit These fake rappers can't really know I'm loving it <laughs> You feeling it? I'm feeling it, feel the glass in the top of my way. I'm feeling it, feel the legs pushing up on the side. I'm feeling it, feel the heart that you get from the line. If you feel it, raise your hell in the sky. I'm feeling it, feel the glass in the top of my way. I'm feeling it, feel the legs pushing up on the side. I'm feeling it, feel the heart that you get from the line. If you feel it, raise your hell in the sky. What y'all ain't heard? I nigga J High. Styles to keep me wet like Baywatch I keep it tight for all the nights My mama prayed I stop Said she had dreams a sniper Hit me with a fatal shot Those nightmares, mom Them dreams that you say you got Give me the chills But these meals, well, they make me hot Y'all don't feel me Enough to stop the ill and ride But at the same time These dimes keep me feeling tight I'm so confused Okay, I'm getting weeded now I know I contradicted myself Look, I don't need that now It just wants in the blue When it's nothing to do When the tension gets too Thick for my sober mind to cut through I get the zone in Me and the chick on the island and we're boning I free my mind, sometimes I hear myself moaning Take one more tote, then I leave that weed alone, man It got me going, shit Feeling it, feel the glass to the top of my way Feeling it, feel the legs pushing up on the side I'm feeling it, feel the heart that you get from the line Feeling it, if you feel it, raise your hell in the sky I'm feeling it, feel the glass to the top of my way Feeling it Feel the legs pushing up on the side. I'm feeling it. Feel the high that you get from the line.